Thank you for joining us on another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. We're back after taking a little break during spring break. And I'm Monica Cristopa. I'm here with my co-host, Maria Acevedo. Hello, Maria. Hey, we're glad to be back and sharing all the good things that are happening in our district. Good. Well, speaking of sharing good things happening, I'd like to talk about um, our high school students. So NPR, Wisconsin NPR reached out to us and asked us to get 11 or 12 students that they could meet with to have them ask questions about social media. And then they were going to take those questions to the experts. Um, Maria, you and I had an opportunity to listen to that interview. And I think people are going to be very impressed with the questions our students asked. Um, two that stood out to me was, um, has social media been purposely engineered to be addictive? And another question is, why are social, are, what are social media, media developers doing to enhance safety for children? And I hope you're as interested as we were in finding out the answers to those questions. You can by listening to this interview. And we actually posted it on the homepage of our website. If you scroll down a bit under the news tab, you'll come across a icon that has the actual interview with these students. So those two questions among many other really good ones about TikTok and privacy, a lot of stuff. So if you have a couple minutes, listen to that after you listen to this podcast, maybe. Perfect. I also want to share about the upcoming art shows at Beloit Public Library featuring our elementary school students. The art show begins this week and runs through May. And each week, students from um, our different elementary schools are being highlighted. So the show is actually at the children's area of the library. So make sure to stop by and check out the artwork of our talented students. We're actually going to go. We have it on our calendar. Yeah, we are going to stop by. You might see us there. Take some pictures, maybe put them up on Facebook. You'll see them. Mm -hmm. But now I'd like to introduce our two guests for today. They are Mr. Chris Behrens, our director of bands at Beloit Memorial High School, and Abigail Grenewald, senior at Beloit Memorial High School. We're happy to have you guys here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to start with you, Chris. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your career at the, with the school district at Beloit. Well, um, I am a Wisconsin native. I've been, um, I'm from Watertown, Wisconsin, actually, which is just up the road from here. And uh, I went to the University of Illinois for my undergrad and uh, came back to Wisconsin. And uh, Well, now you're probably a Badgers fan. I am actually, okay, but I can refer, I can refer the line I too, because, okay. you know, I still have loans there and stuff. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, I came back to Wisconsin cause I, you know, I love it here. And, um, and, uh, I've been in Beloit. This is my first stop and, and, uh, my only stop been here 28 years and, um, at Beloit Memorial High School, uh, actually started at Aldridge middle school. Really? Yeah. I was there for my first five years and I think this is year 28, I believe I lose wow. track. But um, yeah, I was there for five years at Aldrich and then the high school since then. And um, it's been great. I've um, married, have three kids that all went through the school district. And um, are they still in the area? Um, No, they've all. um, uh, My son, Brandon, went through the uh, military. He's um, almost done with his college uh, degree in um, uh, IT. And then my son, uh, stepson Jacob is um, also doing IT. Wow. And um, Carly is almost done with her music education degree at UW Stevens Point. Oh, 
also someone following in your footsteps. Yes. That's very cool. Well, um, how about you, Abigail? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What year you're in, what academy you're in. All right. So and what you like to do. Okay. I am a senior at the high school. I do so much. I am in band. I've been in band all four years of high school. I'm in the theater department. I'm actually the president. Um, I've been in every production possible at the high school. I did tennis for my junior and my senior year. I'm in NHS. I'm the VP. I'm in Link Crew. So I'm very involved. You need your energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm very involved in music, too. I've been very involved. So. Oh, that's great. Thank you. What instrument do you play, Abigail? I play trumpet. The trumpet on the mm-hmm. jazz? And Chris, what can you share um, with our listeners um, what the Essentially Ellington Jazz Band competition is? I know that's coming up. Yeah, so the Essentially Ellington competition and festival is a uh, an event that Wynton Marsalis, who's the um, founder and artistic director of Jazz at Lincoln Center in New York, um, and you know, world-class, famous jazz trumpeter himself um he started this event um about what 28 years ago mm-hmm. uh, i think this is the 28th annual um and uh, an event to promote and uh get the music of duke ellington out to uh high schools basically because their his music is not wasn't readily available um it just wasn't being published uh, for lots of different reasons but um he um, he's behind all this and jazz at Lincoln center. And so this uh, festival started, like I said, about 20 years ago, and it's a, a, a national competition that um, you um, select music for your band and uh, you have to create um, recordings that you send in in January. And then uh, they select 15 bands from across the country um, to, uh, uh, come out to New York and compete as a finalist. Only 15? Yeah. How for, many, like, how many schools, schools submit their applications? Um, generally, there's right around 100. Wow. So, and uh, within the last, I can't remember when they switched to the, the regions, but there's technically five regions, and uh, we're in the Midwest region, and there's, um, you know, so Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Indiana, and... Um, Always oh, looking one. to Abigail. Um, anyway, there's uh, three bands from each region, so we're one of three from that from the Midwest um, that goes. So um, it's it's very competitive um, to get in, obviously, and uh, it's also it's blind too, so they don't know you know who the schools are when they send the recordings in, uh, and it's adjudicated by um, four four different um, professional jazz musicians, basically that um, score them and then listen to them again in three different rounds. Mm. So it's pretty extensive and we get the feedback written and um, uh, some scores also. So how does Beloit compare with other schools that are selected? Um, We are, there's probably, I think um, there's a little more than half of the bands that go are still public schools. There's a lot of performing arts schools. A lot of uh, the rest of them are performing arts schools or, um, I would call um, like a magnet school. Um, not magnet school. I was going to say like uh, um, community bands, where they, you know, they might draw from. I'm thinking of like Triangle Youth is the research triangle in uh, the Carolinas or North Carolina, where they draw from a pretty wide range. Or um, the Tucson Jazz Institute um, was like 20 different school districts. I mean, they were drawing kids from where 
JSL's kids drew from three different states out in wow. out east. Mm. So um, there's a there's a, been a few more schools like that in the last years, you know, recent years uh, that get in. So you know, we're one of the few public schools left, I think. Uh, That's what I was going. And plus, you're pulling from a very small pool. Not we're not small. We're small but mighty. When you talk about those broader pool of talent that they're pulling from. Right. to submit their music. Yeah, really. like high metropolitan areas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we're not, yeah, we're just kind of in the middle of the Midwest. I mean, we're not that close to Madison or Chicago or Milwaukee. I mean, we're close enough, I guess, to get some of the resources, but we're not, you know, right in the middle of that. Correct. And then overall, how many of our students do you think have participated in the Essential Ellington over the years? If you had just an estimate. Well, we've gone 11 times and we roughly okay. have... 20 students. So very good. Just over 200, I suppose. Awesome. So Abigail, tell us, how do you prepare for something like this? You have to submit tapes. It sounds like and recordings. So yes, it is a lot of work. We spend a lot of time out school doing sectionals, working together as a band, going over measures like 50 times. It's crazy. We spend a lot of time and then we do a lot of gigs outside. Okay. We do a lot of gigs. Where, so. where are you doing some of those gigs? Um, we are having a gig next weekend on Saturday at La Casa Grande. We have a gig tonight. It is Wednesday. We have a gig tonight. You do. And yeah. I, you are at also at, um, oh, what's that pub on Grand, Grand Avenue pub? Grand a- what's that pub on Grand yes, Avenue? Grand, okay. Avenue. <laughs> yeah. Grand Avenue pub. But now it sounds like you all do this willingly. Like this is a passion you have rather than, oh, yeah. so are you... Do you find you and um, the other students are self-motivated in preparing for this? And For sure. I mean, I think a lot of our motivation comes from each other. I think we're all just so excited for the experience to go to New York that we're all just kind of pushing each other to get there. That's very cool. Do you have any goals that you've set for yourselves this year? Um, I mean, I think, I'm not sure. Maybe like, I'm not sure. Okay. I feel like just to, just to play and do the best that we can possibly do. You know, we've got a little bit over, like we got a few more weeks. So just to try our best, I guess. So this is the 11th time you're going back. So we're going to ask Chris first, what does that mean to you and the students you coach and mentor um, over the years? Well, it's a tremendous honor to be selected and to, to go. Uh, First off, I mean, you know, regardless of where we end up, um, you know, obviously we we'd love to place in the top three. Uh, the heart, the highest we've ever been was fourth, and we've That's honorable mention back in 2018. Um, it's just you know the the competition, like I've said, is incredibly um, the 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 players there, the the level of playing is just off the charts. I mean, and we've got some great players in our band, and this year we've. We again have some great players in our band, so you just never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it's it for for our students to experience New York City. I mean, some have never even been on an airplane, much wow. less been out of uh, the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to to see all the other things in New York. I mean, this year we're going to get to go to um, Louis Armstrong's house. Um, you know, we're going to go to Harlem and um, wow. and walk around the streets. You know, that Duke Ellington walked in. And we're going to go to Woodlawn Cemetery where he's where he's buried, you know, and so is Miles Davis and all the other jazz greats. And, you know, just see some of those kinds of things. And in addition to, to playing and then um, uh, the festival itself, you know, getting to 
um, hang around and, and um, meet and talk to the, the members of the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra and, and um, all the other students that are there and the connections that these guys get to, to make with the other uh, students that share their, their passion. Um, that's, you know, it's quite a experience and opportunity. Very cool. Abigail, as a senior, what does this opportunity mean to you this year? Um, I think it's really special this year because I went last year. So I know what I know what to expect. I know what the festival's like. I mean, I still have kids on social media that I met last year from different states. So it's like I get a chance to go back and see all these kids again and make these connections and it's it's really special. And there's really there's a really good culture of jazz and I think to carry on that tradition and go and make all of the alumni proud is really special for me this year. Oh, that's a nice response. So I appreciated that. So Chris, let's go back to your very first one you went to. Talk about that experience, how that compares maybe now. And I know it's not ever lost on you. You are always so um, grateful and seem uh, just as excited. I've been, I've seen three times. I think we've been able to see the the band actually accept the get the acceptance and celebrate with them. So go back to that very first one and, and what that was like. Um, well, I remember um, just getting to New York city the first time I'd never been to New York city. Ooh, it's a huge, so I mean, it's- just getting there and like, you know, standing on seventh Avenue and like <laughs> looking at the, the buildings, I was just like, wow, this is like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, this, you know, Everything's so big, you know, I mean, right. and then, you know, getting on the stage, um, for the first time and, and I don't remember what, I don't, uh, I think we were on the second day. So there's two days of the competition. There's like eight bands on the first day and seven on the second day. And I, I believe we were on the second day and that wasn't necessarily the greatest thing, uh, for a band that's ever been there because we had to sit there and listen the first day and thinking, Oh my God, I don't know um, (laughs) if this is where we belong. Um, why are we here? You know, I mean, it was pretty scary, but, um, you know, we get up there and we did, yeah, we did well. Um, but it was, I just remember, um, you know, coming back and, uh, it completely changed, uh, the entire program. I mean, Hmm. from what we had been before to what it is now, I mean, the, um, the, um, you know, how I program music, the music I selected, um, the culture it developed with how kids worked and how they viewed jazz and mm-hmm. um, the work ethic and um, just all of that. It, it completely changed forever um, because of that experience that first time mm-hmm. um, it, it's, you know, I mean, if that didn't happen, yeah, I don't know what we wouldn't be talking right now, probably. I mean, it, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, prior to that, um, you know, I hadn't, I didn't know really that much about Duke Ellington's music. We didn't study it in college as strangely, strangely as that sounds. Hmm. Um, his music is, um, looked at as being, you know, really different because he wrote it for very specific players in his band that were like some of the greatest players in the hmm. world. So a lot of people think it's too hard to play hmm. or it's too specific to play hmm. because it's very you know, um, it's, it's, it, like I said, it's written for these specific people, Hmm. you know, so why would you want to play that? Um, so in college, we just didn't look at it, you know? So have you given your students a love of Duke Ellington 
well, yeah. that music? Have yeah, you been I, able to pass that on yeah, to them? It's something, you know, I never had in in college. And mm-hmm. and if it wouldn't have been for a uh, another band director from um, some prairie and another guy from um, Eau Claire mm-hmm. who had been to essentially Ellington and heard our band at a, a Chicago jazz festival, he's like, mm-hmm. you do, you guys, have you ever done essential anthem? I'm like, no, you know, what's that? That was back right. in about 2005 mm-hmm. or six, I think. Um, you know, I probably wouldn't have found out about it. So we have them to thank um, Bruce Herring and Steve Seam. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's been quite a, a journey, I guess, if we look back that far. That's awesome. Yeah. Abigail, um, what are some of the highlights of attending the um, jazz band in the competition? So the competition itself is two days, but we do a little dinner and then a master class the day before that. So we get to sit at a table with all of these like really good trumpet players and mm. really good musicians and they split you up by instrument. So I got sat with a bunch of trumpet players last year and I got sat with Nathaniel Williford and he is amazing and he actually like won an award. They created an award for him last year and I really? got to sit and talk with him for like, I mean... The whole dinner, we sat and we chit-chatted, and I got to meet a bunch of people I'd never met before from states. We were talking about the weather. We were talking about <laughs> jazz. It was it was a lot of fun. I feel like that was definitely one of the top experiences for me. Plus, you get the opportunity to represent the city of Beloit and Beloit Memorial High School, mm-hmm. which, I mean, think about all those other students that met you and the 19 other mm-hmm. um, students you brought with there to go back to their communities and say, wow, I met the... I met this really great trumpet player, uh-huh. Abigail, from Beloit, Wisconsin. I mean, I think the goodwill that comes from something like this is really important, too. And Chris, we know you have a fundraiser coming up to obviously raise some money for the expenses of this trip. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, we have what we're calling an evening with the BMJO, which is the Beloit Memorial Jazz Orchestra. <laughs> it's a, a concert and fundraiser we're having Sunday, April 23rd at the Eclipse Center, just right across the river from the high school. And that's going to be at uh, 4 to 6 p.m. And you can get tickets in advance or $15 at the door. Um, You can get tickets in advance by calling 608-751-3772. Repeat that again. Sure, 608-751-3772. And it's going to be two sets of music. Um, Obviously, the music we're playing in New York, as well as some other great stuff. Um, some Duke Ellington, some Count Basie, some Benny Carter. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's our big fundraiser. We've got a lot of great sponsors, uh, that have stepped forward. Um, Wells Fargo. Um, can I name these? Is that okay? You just name them. I think right. it's great. Um, <laughs> uh, Health System, the Butterfly Club, um, First National Bank, Old Fashioned Bankery, uh, Voight Music Center, Finley Motors, The Rock, Culver's, um, Remax, Ignite, and uh, we'll see, um, Walnut Creek Gifts, of course, the School District of Beloit, and I think the oh, State Line Community Foundation are all our big sponsors. So um, we'd like to thank them for um, helping us out. And um, yeah, come out and hear us play. I went last year. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm not just saying it's so great. And you also, are, we have some people singing this year, students singing oh, yeah. a few things. Abby is, is big, one of the vocals. Are you, okay. Did yes. you sing last year? I did. Okay. Yes. It was, very, I was so impressed. Thank you. And also for $10, I'm just saying, $15 at the door, it is a great two hours of music. I mean, it was 
there's so much energy. Um, you all look like you were having fun up there. We definitely were having fun. So we're going to encourage everybody to get those tickets. Or you can, again, at the door, $15. When is the date and time again? Sunday, April 23rd, 4 Sunday. to 6 p.m. Okie dokie. Um, we always ask, we like to ask um, the guests on our show, especially if they're from the school district, boy, tell us one thing about Beloit Memorial High School, a positive thing that some people may not know, just what you really like about the school. We'll start with Abigail, what you like about it, enjoy about it, your experience. Um, like I said at the beginning, I'm very committed to the arts, and I think that sometimes maybe we don't pay enough attention to our arts programs in our schools maybe because I think there are some amazingly talented human beings in our programs and I think that's definitely my favorite part is how committed everyone is to their craft and I think that's definitely my favorite part how about you Chris um I mean I think everybody knows this but (laughs) I think the diversity of our Mm -hmm. of our school district um in, especially in, I mean, the arts, again, I think uh, our diverse cultures that contribute to making music is mm. uh, bring such different, unique approaches. And um, um, I don't know what the word is, but uh, um, just, just what they bring from, you know, from their backgrounds um, contribute in different ways. Um, it's, 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 a, it's, a fun, um, it's a fun group of kids to work with. So great. Well, now I'm going to turn it over to Maria because we have a part of our podcast that we do every time. First, you guys want to tell us what a book recommendation. We also ask people for a book recommendation. Can I go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I recommend Wonder. I read it in fourth grade the first time, and now I read it yearly. I pull it out at least once a year and read it again because it's such a good read. But the movie is not as good as the book. The book is better than the movie. I would agree with you. I did enjoy the movie, but look, I've read Wonder too. Yeah. And you make me think that maybe I should pull it out and read it again. It's, it's a great book. It's it a, a great book. read. Hmm. All right. Well, mine is not probably as exciting, but it's very practical because <laughs> I'm... Um, if you want to know about Duke Ellington and his mm-hmm. life, and um, it's probably, the I think, the greatest book that's been written about him. It's entitled Beyond Category, the... Hmm. Life and Genius of Duke Ellington by John Edward Hasse. And it um, obviously talks about his entire life, but it breaks down some of his um, more famous works. Um, I think 10 of them uh, and includes that as part of, as part of his, uh, the biography. So um, it's, it's a great book. It's one of the first uh, ones I read and uh, really learned uh, a lot of great stuff about him. We're so. putting together then, I think we have a few more to do, and then we're going to take all everybody's books recommendations, put them together, and then we'll have a giveaway um, for people to enter a drawing to win all the books that have been recommended. That yep. is such nice. a cute idea. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> add your two books to the list. Aww. But now to get to what Monica was talking about, <laughs> at the end, we like to um, surprise you guys with just a little fun game at the end. It's either or. So it's going to be kind of rapid fire, 30 seconds or less. I think, Abigail, are you okay going first? Sure. So I'm going to give you two options and then just decide between the two. Okay. So it's going to be about 10 different ones. Just don't think about it. Just, are you ready? Yes, I'm prepared. Okay. Sleeping in or staying up late? Sleeping in. Winter break or spring break? Spring break. Hot Cheetos or Takis? Mm, Hot Cheetos. Band or orchestra? 
Band. <laughs> Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Math or science? Uh, science. Duke Ellington or Louis Armstrong? Louis Armstrong. Dogs or cats? Cats. Reading or writing? Reading. And hot dogs or hamburgers? Hamburgers. There you go. See, was that too bad? No, it was just good. Okay, are you ready, Chris? Yeah. Yours are a little different. Okay. Bagels or donuts? Donuts. Small party or big party? Small party. Summer or winter? Summer. Read a book or watch a movie? Watch a movie. Hiking or biking? Hmm. Hiking. Call or text? Call. Save or spend? Spend. <laughs> M&M's or Kit Kats? M&M's. Mac or PC? Definitely Mac. And lastly, highways or back roads? Highways. All right. Oh, you both did really good. We want to thank you for being on our program today. It was really nice. I think you shared a lot of really great information. I found out about how the process goes for even um, being considered to be in essentially Ellington. I had no idea it was blind and you have many things and all the hours. So I think you're, thank you so much. You're going to really help a lot of people understand what a cool thing this is and what an honor it is. So thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Hopefully you guys can attend the fundraiser as well. Those of, of you guys listening, please do. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you.